Do you love horror and fantasy? If so, don't miss out on Gabriella Balcom's novella Down With The Sickness and Other Chilling Tales. It'll have you shivering right on the edge of your seat. Dive right into these macabre horror stories, but be careful not to close your eyes. Evil lurks unseen, supernatural beings keep watch, and monsters lie in wait. Some plot vengeance while others crave human flesh. Crystal longs to be a rock star, but what would she do to make her dream come true? Lie? Kill? Elaine goes to extremes to be like Sonora, but isn't the only one wanting to be someone else. Betty struggles to breathe after Rodney blows smoke in her face, then he does worse. But the Watchers have something special in mind for him. Wahasi stalks through the swamp in crocodile form, infuriated at her lack of food. But she has a plan, and the townspeople better watch out. A brat. Brad defies his parents and tries to hurt his sister, but he's not the only bully around. Abner is delighted to visit Aogigahara Forest, which is rumored to be haunted, but Sharon isn't. Shane dares Angeline to spend the night in the Devil's Hand, which is supposedly cursed. Trisha is prideful about her looks and bullies a younger girl, but she has a surprise visitor. Life post-Covid included nuclear bombs and death. Cole, Vera, and Marianne have little left to eat and need to forage, but rovers are out and about and must be avoided at all costs. Dean likes pushing people around, but when he damages his grandfather Charlie's Venus flytraps, Charlie isn't the only one who's upset. Gabriella Balcom's book includes all of the above and more, and the readers have been gushing about her creations. Wow! Just freaking wow! I was deeply disturbed, loved every minute. Bravo! A masterpiece in the horror genre. Heartbreaking and devastating. Holy shit, that was so creepy. I loved it. I want more, more, more. Dang it. I got chills reading this story. Exciting and horrific. Multifacetedly disturbing. Very well written. If you're ready to sink your teeth into Gabriella Balcom's novella Down With the Sickness and Other Chilling Tales, click on over to Amazon.com now. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. I'm your host, Alan Russo. I'm Dave Montoya. All right, today we are going to talk about our five favorite kills. Yeah! <laughs> in a horror movie. 
this is gonna be fun. I, I yeah. I'm like, Ooh, I'm, yeah. I'm giddy like a squirrel, go girl. I, uh, I actually yeah, wrote it down. So it, it was fairly quickly. I just I had to go through. I mean, it was my five. I don't know if it's top five, but they were the first five that came to mind. You know. Yeah. You I wanna, would probably say. One of my top five is the the scene in Jason X where he dunks her head in the liquid nitrogen and slams her head on the table. Oh my god, that's a great that yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that was like perfect. I don't think anybody has done that type of scene since before or since. No, unless you count like uh, Terminator too. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's got to be my top, and, and I'm being completely honest on that one because you you just can't beat it. Like, it's just one of those. It's, it wasn't expected. No, it was a satisfying kill. It was. It was. And if you're not a horror fan, you won't get that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> be like there's a bunch of sickos recording weird shit on the internet exactly and what scene or what what movie was that from Jason X hmm. that one had a couple of other good kills in it too but I actually have a, a Jason X well I'm, I guess since we uh, uh, we're, we're starting with Jason X I do have a Jason X one, and that is basically almost the same scene, um, or in the same scene, rather, is uh, where he goes and he slams the, the body into the, the tree yes. with the, yes. the sleeping bag. That yeah. was just like, again, visually gratifying. It was just, it was fun to watch and echoed with. The sound effects of the, you know, the, 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 it started out crunchy and then it ended squishy and, you know, it's just like, ew, but it's cool at the same time because I'm weird. I can't help it. Right. (laughs) Um, you know, I, I, yes, um, for what it was and, and though I, I, I felt that Jason being in space was kind of ridiculous premise. The kills were awesome. Yeah, they were. Um, I mean, you know, they were playing the holographic game, and he cuts it off. He's like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's. Uh, but back to yours. It was, and, and again, they 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 played it well with. The sound effects, because yeah, when they or when Jason slammed her face down, it was that that glass breaking sound. Yeah, and um, I, again, I, I think that kind of added to it because you know the the whole face was just it's gone, and you know that it's just going to be a gushy mess after it. You know, 
Yeah. Uh, it melts, well, basically. Even even before, as he's putting her head into the vat, you hear, you know, you hear that instant, you know... Crystallization. Crystallization, yeah. It's like... And then, you know, after that, he slams her head on the table. It's like glass. It's like, that's just badass. That is. <laughs> it is. Um, it's... I wish they would, even though it was a civilization, uh, civilization, good grief. Um, yeah, it was. It was a hologram. That scene was a hologram, yeah. too. Um, no, that wasn't no? a hologram. No, it was not? No. No, she no, was... She was she, I was going to say, she was a, a member of the crew, right? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm on the... Um, I'm caught up now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's what I think that they need to do as far as like, um, Friday the 13th is just come out with one where he just kills everybody in new and horrific ways. Yeah. Um, I think that's what really sparked the whole franchise because for me, and I know that you know my the way I take Friday the Thirteenth, the way you take Friday the Thirteenth is kind of different. Um, for me, Friday the Thirteenth doesn't really start picking up until Part Three when he gets the mask. Yeah, and I know that you love the original. Yeah, well, I mean, the original to me, the original just it it sets it off. It's you know, it's kind of a horror thriller you know it's a slasher thriller and that that's what sets it off for me as you know good but now when you talk about bringing jason into the franchise i'm with you part three starts it off yeah and you know part two though part two's okay i mean just to introduce him kind of thing but I always you know, when, felt it was always like part two was always kind of like a, a knockoff of Night of the Scarecrow. Remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, it was good. I mean, for what it was, it was a good movie, you know, because like you yeah. said, you introduced Jason, but the iconic Jason is three. Yeah. And, you know, part two did have some good kills. I will say that, you know, the dude in the wheelchair with the machete in the face and <laughs> pushed him down the stairs. Well, and that's so, kind you know, of like what, and they, and it seems like the further they've gotten away, the, the least amount of kills there is in a movie. You've noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like, what was it? Four? I think four had the most kills. Hold on. Um, let's see what the interwebs say. Let's see. Which Friday the 13th movie had the most kills? Oh, wow. Okay. Believe it or not, Jason Goes to Hell says it had the most, had the highest kill count. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. 
Yeah, I didn't realize he killed that many people and Jason goes to hell. I guess he did. Let's see. And, you know, another good kill in part two was the two that were laid in bed having sex and put the spear straight to Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so it says Friday the 13th, 1980, had 10 kills. Part two had 10 kills. Part three had 12 kills. Um, the final chapter had 13 kills. The remake had 13 kills. Part 7, New Blood, had 15 kills. Damn. Part 8 had 17 kills. Part 9 had 18 kills. That was Jason Lives. Um, part 4 had 19 kills. That and That's interesting because it wasn't even really Jason. It was uh, Part 4 was the... The fake. No, that was part five. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Part, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part five. Uh, the New Beginning had 19 kills. Yeah. Uh, Jason X had 21 kills. Wow. And Jason versus Freddy had 25 kills. And Jason Goes to Hell had 25 kills. Hmm. Interesting. So, what would you say would be your number two pick? Mm. Let's see. That was actually my number two pick. <laughs> was Jason X? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I would probably just going off the wall here. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like the Halloween French, you know, the Halloween sequels. Yeah. Whatever. I did. But, I liked them all. Most of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But I think, and just in my opinion, Michael Myers getting his head locked off in H2O. That was a good scene. Yes. Um, because you think you know, it's the ending. You think that's it. Okay, it's been 20 years, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have ended it there and been done with it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, with Resurrection, you know, they added the whole... It was a cop or first responder or something. Yeah, and it's like... It does, you know, but then you go back and watch H2O and it, it doesn't make any sense that it is because he's attacking her. Right. The whole time, you know, when he could have just taken off the mask and been like, hey, look, you know, it's me. Yeah. So, you, know, <laughs> you know, so when you do resurrection, you're really reaching that it was a first responder. But, I mean, that was just, it was a pivotal, if that's where they would have left it, it would have been a great ending to the series. You know, just a great ending, you know, for Michael, everything, you know, it's just a perfect kill. 
she just swings that axe and his head just whoop, right off. Oh, I totally agree. That that's yeah. You know, it wasn't bloody, wasn't gory, nothing like that. It was just a, it was just the perfect kill. It was the perfect ending. So here's a question for you, um, just because out of curiosity. Do you like the idea of Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character being the sister or not being the sister? Which one do you like the best? I'm about 50-50 on it. Are you? Yeah, because, you know, after part two... Which was the best? You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, then you got part four and five that introduce, or even six. Uh-huh. You know, you got Jamie, you know, you got the character of Jamie. And then, you know, part six, you know, you bring back Tommy. But then you also bring in Jamie's baby. And it's like, why? Why didn't you, you know, and, and I know Jamie Lee Curtis didn't want to do any more sequels. So they had to do something. Right. Keep the money going. Right. But then you completely ignore that character in H2O. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was completely lost. Right. I mean, you know, yeah, you added the part of the the car wreck. She does mention the car wreck, you know, the fake girl in death. (coughs) But... You know, she doesn't talk about her daughter Jamie at all. It's like, what the hell? Right. You would think. You know. You would think she did. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that definitely won her Mother of the Year award. Right. <laughs> okay. Since we are on the tit for tat, you started with Friday the Thirteenth. I went Friday the Thirteenth. You went Halloween. I'm going to go Halloween. And I have, for my number four spot, was Halloween Ends, where he goes into the grinder at the very end. Yes, yes. That was just like, there. to me, there is no better ending than that. Unless you pull like a freaking, uh, you know, Jason uh, goes to hell where, you know, you eat it pieces of his body and you are possessed by him that is yeah. the only way you're getting michael myers back because that son bitch was he's gone he's he's dog chow yeah <laughs> and the ending was an emotional pool um you know just kind of like how he, they almost waved him through the crowd you know just to make sure that the, he gets into the grinder and then you know uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is, you know, starts. It just, it's, it's perfect. I mean, it, to me, yeah, that was the perfect send off. Yeah, it was. You know, and another great kill, in my opinion, from even H two O, was the uh, ice skate through the face. The what? The ice skate through the face. <gasps> Ooh, yes, yes. That was a good kill. Yes. I mean, you don't, you know, 
And, you know, downside is you don't see it, but, you know, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, a kill, you don't have to see. It's You just have to see what happened, you know, the after effect of the kill. Yeah. And, and to me, that's what makes it sometimes a good kill because you don't you use your imagination. You see it. Right. Hitchcock you know, taught us that. Right. You know, it's, you see it and you're like, oh shit, you know. You know, it kind of makes you wonder, well, how did he do it? You know, you just shove it into his face or, you know. Right. It kind of gives you that how. Makes you think. Yeah. And, you know, that to me is a way to make a great deal. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's, that's a, I mean, because especially with silent killers like Jason and Michael, there's no one-liners like Freddy, so you have right. to, you have to make their, their more, more of an effect with their kill, with their bodies and with their movements than, you know, with like Freddy, you know, welcome to primetime bitch or, uh, yeah. You know, ever play skin the cat? That was a fun one. Um, yeah, that kind of thing. So, what would you yeah. say would be your number three pick? Ooh, let's see. Hmm. I don't really. I mean, it, it's it's hard to pick another good. I mean, there's so many great ones out there. Okay, I'll throw you out mine, and then maybe you can piggyback off of mine. The remake of It, Georgie's Death Scene, where, you know, we are so down here, Georgie. And he ends up yeah. biting his... Bites his uh, I, I I apologize, folks. I'm probably sure you can you can tell that my s's are hard to uh, say right now. Um, but when he bites Georgie's arm off, you don't expect that. You well, you don't expect them to show it. I was like, holy right. crap! Right. Yeah, it's it's a it's one of those you don't expect to see them. You know, because going back to the original. You know it happens. You just don't see it. Right. But they actually showed that shit. Right. Um, and then, because this was a piggyback scene, then in part two, where the little girl with the, the birthmark gets eaten. Yeah. That actually disturbed me on a, an emotional level. Um, I don't know if it's because I have little girls and, you know, that, that bugged me there. Um, because like, I mean, I'll be honest with you, other than the shock value of, of Georgie getting eaten, um, that is basically where it, it lied. It's like, okay, he got eaten. That sucks. It's shocking, but it wasn't like horrific. Right. Right. Well, it was horrific, but it wasn't like emotionally shifting. As with the girl in part two, the little girl with the the birthmark who gets eaten. It's just heartbreaking. To me, it was heartbreaking. 
Right. So those two <laughs> take my my number five spot combined together. Right. Now going back to Friday the Thirteenth and going back to the remake is where he burns the girl in the sleeping bag. Ooh, yeah. You know, that was just like, ooh, God. You know, it's like, because you don't know what to expect, and then when she falls out, it's like, you know, half goo. It's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn. You know? I really put some thought into that one. I would love to be, like, on that committee. You know, there's probably a committee just for, like, okay, how do we kill the victims this this time around, you know? Right, right. And, and be yeah. in that, that think tank of just, like, come up with ways to, you know, kill people. Right. I mean, you know, there, there's, like I said, there's so many good kills out there in different movies. And, you know... I don't know. It, it, some of them are just, it's hard to just come up with a good list. It really is. Um, because there's so many good ones. When I was writing through the Eyes of Madness self-plug, find at www.mythmart.com. David K. Montoya's Through the Eyes of Madness. Um, yeah, shameless <laughs> plug. When I was writing that, um, the... I, I tried to be creative with the kill. So I, I kind of I get that on a creative standpoint because it, it does, it's tricky. You know, you right. can't do the same, especially, again, without like one-liners or something. Um, you just, you can't do the same thing. You can't have the person be stabbed every single time, you know, because it, then it starts getting redundant. You're like, oh, okay. So, yes, you know yeah. they're going to get stabbed eventually at some point, but how are they going to get there? I right. think that's the, the art of Friday the 13th. Now, here's another good kill. Okay. And, you know, this one, is, is, to me, is interesting because not a lot of people have probably seen the movie Society. I don't think I've seen it. I know that you... Society? So... What is it about? Okay, so basically, uh, this kid grows up, and it's basically like this weird, like, sex club type thing where, you know, people turn into, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but, like, they turn into some, like, really weird creatures. It's like some weird sex cult type thing. So... In one of the kills, the dude takes his hand, shoves it up the guy's ass, and literally pulls him through his asshole. I I've seen that. I know I've seen that because I, I remember seeing that scene. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> Because it was, you know, he was this weird creature. And like I said, he just shoves his arm up his ass and pulls him inside out. I'm like, okay, that's different. There was a lot of boobs, right? 
or a lot of TNA in that one? Uh, I think there's some. I'm trying to remember. I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's one of those, I don't know, it's a cult classic, and, you know, a lot of people have, haven't seen it, or, you know, it looks weird on the cover, but it's, it's a really good boot in the long run. Yeah, I'm looking at the cover now. Okay, it's from the producer Reanimator, which is yeah. a great movie, by the way, which we need to um, cover. Definitely, because that had a lot of good films too. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm watching the the um, trailer right now. The trailer looks pretty good. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. So he literally grabs the guy through his asshole and turns him inside outwards? Yeah. Wow. Now what is the what what is the is it like a demon or what is it? I don't know. They're like they're people, but they turn into some like kind of weird slimy looking things. Well, it says here just the basic uh pitch line is an ordinary, ordinary teenager boy discovers his family as part of a gruesome orgy cult for a social elite. Yeah. They had me at orgy cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way too orgies. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, let's see. All right. And you want to go again, or you want me to go? I'll let you go. Um, this one is going all the way back to the original Hell Raider, Hellraiser. Um, at the end where they get ripped apart by the chains. Yeah. Um, that is just, again, as a little boy watching it. Um. That's just disturbing. <laughs> right? Um, but all the Hellraiser movies have been kills. Yes, yes. But I, I remember... Well, I based it off of um, what was, you know, memorable. And that was the first thing. I think I, as... Let's see, when was that? That was released... Let's see... I'm looking here. 1987. So I was 10 years old. And, you know, when they, they ripped apart... Um, Frank. It, huh? So they ripped Frank apart. Yes. At the very end. Yes. It was just like, it was traumatizing. Yeah, it was. Um... Gosh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to just like. It was delivered so well because you could see like the agony in his face. Again, you could hear like the ripping of the flesh, and then you hear the jingling of the chains. And then, you yeah. know, when they shoot to go hooking you, they're like, whoosh, you know, kind of thing. It was just. It was picture perfect, no pun intended. Uh, as yeah. far as the the gruesomeness of it, you still there? It really, yeah. Okay. I mean, it really was. I mean, because it was. 
I don't know. It was just kind of one of those. You didn't expect it, and then you know, his face was being pulled into a weird, funky position. It was like, wow, you know, just that wow factor. And then at the very end, when he gets pulled completely apart, it's um, it's the sound of an explosion. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, you know, so you're like, oh wow. Yeah, that one, and of course, let's not downplay the fact that there was so much freaking blood. Yeah, they used a ton of blood. Um, God, yeah, that whole movie was just like pure fake blood from beginning to end. Um, that that was my number two pick. I think number two or number three, um, yeah. I, I, we'll we'll get to my number one pick here in a little bit, but it was uh, this one was definitely gruesome. The whole the whole premise. Now, here's a question for you before I give you uh, you know your turn. Um, part one or part two? Which one was better? Uh. I would probably say part one. It just that, that mean, factor just, of... Yeah, I mean, part two wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, just with part one, you know, you got Frank coming back together, oozing through the floor. And, yes. You know, and had a lot more gore to it than part two. Part two, I think, was more sexual. Yeah. There there was a heavier sexual overtone with Julia yeah. coming back. Right. So yeah, I agree. I mean it's a it's a close toss up and I think we've talked about El Razor before. Um one of these days I think we need to sit down and talk about the remake. Because when yeah. the remake came out, we weren't podcasting, so I think that's something we should talk about. Definitely, that was really good. Remake the remake surprised. It really did. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't get more play. I mean, well, I mean, they put it on Hulu, so I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Hulu. They they. They didn't give it a theatrical release. Yeah. But I guess theatr- theatrical releases are starting to fade away. Yeah, uh, they are. Okay, my friend, what's your next pick? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't think of what movie it was, but uh, I think it was a Friday the 13th where, like, he punches the guy and, like, rips his heart out. Um, and I can't remember if that's a Friday the Thirteenth or that. It's, let's see. To the Google. Yeah. Um, because I do remember that. Let's see. Let's go. Because, it, what, Jason. because that was one of those kills that you you weren't expecting it. It was just like, holy shit. <laughs> 
Let's see. Uh, see, part eight, he punches guy's head off. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, let's see, the game. The game. You know, part three, and I think even part six, he squeezed the guy's head and eyes pop out. Let's see. I don't know if it's going to pick up on... The computer, we'll see. It might not. I mean, like I said, just even just in general, it was a great scene because you you know you didn't expect it. You just like punched the guy in the chest, pulled his heart out. It's like, cool. Friday okay. the Thirteenth might be a lot of great. Things. So yeah, it's uh, let's see, in. Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, Julius, who's the the boxer, he's, like, boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he knocks his head off. He just hits him in the head and knocks his head off. That was a great thing. Uh, the boyfriend in Part 3, when he squeezes him and his eyes popped off, that was a great thing, too. Huh. Let's see. And then another one for part three, the guy that was walking on his hands and fucking cuts him in half and it's shitty. Yeah, I'm looking. Um, let's see. Head punch. That's all I'm getting is head punches. Yeah, that'd be all right. Like I said, regardless of what movie it's from, it's a great thing. Yeah, now you're going to make me have to watch all of them just to find out. <laughs> right? I can't remember if it's Friday the 13th or... Um, something else. It might have been another movie. I don't know. There's... Um, let's see. I'm trying to decide if I should talk about it right now. Mm, no, I'll talk about it off here. There's, there's, uh, you'll see. Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Jason versus Freddy. It says Dominic punches right through Jason's chest and yanks out his heart. Is that it? That might be it. Okay. Um, I I don't give Freddy as much credit or Freddy versus Jason as I should. I think. Um, I think just because the expectation Freddy versus Jason, it should have been epic, and it was. Yeah, but it was no, it was mediocre at best. Um, yeah. But it did have some good pieces into it. It has some good kills. Um, but yeah. Where he folds, you know, when he folds the bed in half. That was like awesome. I think, and I, I don't want to get on a tangent, um, but I think what it was is that because they had, um, 
the director. What was his name? Something you let me see. Freddy versus Yeah. Let's see. Freddy versus Jason. Let me see. That was Ronnie Yu. Now Ronnie Yu oh. was uh an Asian director. I, I, I don't remember I, I wanna say he was he's Chinese. Maybe. I think he I think he does Chinese horror or maybe Korean horror. Um I think he does Chinese horror. So his and he did uh, the Bride of Fruck, the Bride of Chucky. Um, so that's what pretty much got him the job to do Freddy vs. Jason. And he just he doesn't understand American horror. No. Which that is what uh, Freddy and Jason are. All the, the essential is American horror. So. Oh, and then you. But you gotta think too, you know, Freddy versus Jason. You were expecting more of Freddy fighting Jason than right there. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was, again, it was mediocre at best. At best. Yeah. For as long as we waited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So, what would you say is your number one all-time? Favorite bloody horror scene or brutal horror scene? Oh, gee. I know it's just, I, w- I would probably say <clears throat> just in general. Uh huh. The, all of the kills in Return of the Living Dead. Just horrific. Yeah. Okay. You know, with all the, you know, when he bites. Uh, <clears throat> oh. Jesse? Isn't his name Jesse? No. That's the second one, I think. Oh, is it the second one? That one was pretty yeah. good, too. <laughs> yeah, it was. A little cheesy, but it was good. Yeah, it was funnier. Uh, no, it was, uh, it was a... Spider, not Spider. Uh, Scuzz. Uh-huh. When they bite... When, you know, when that one zombie bites Scuzz, he comes back and blood's just squirting everywhere. Yes. That's a good scene. You know... And then the whole tar man scene where uh, he eats, like when he bites in the suicide skull, it's like you can just see the the bite marks. And no, I I feel you. Yeah, it was just you know, the skin just peeling back and all that. That was like awesome. But I mean, it had a lot of great kills. They were all bloody. You know, one like. You know, why do you think cinema is as it that type of cinema doesn't exist really anymore? Why do you think that is? I think a lot of it has to do with just you know society, really. 
you know, because when you get into the nineties, when you starting off in the in the mid nineties, you know, you see a lot of the bloody stuff kind of disappearing a little bit at a time. Right. You know, and you know the slasher genre was kind of disappearing at the time too. Yeah. It was a lot of like thriller horrors that came out in the 90s. Yeah. And I think it kind of continued with that. And, you know, even today, you don't really have slasher movies. No. Uh, They're all more like a thriller horror. The only one that I can think of. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They're more like a whodunit. Yeah. And, you know, who is it versus just. Some random dude walking around killing people. <laughs> They've come up with uh, Art the Clown. Uh, yeah. From the Terrifier. Have you seen the Terrifier? I've seen both of them. Okay, I haven't seen part two. But that's actually my number one pick, is the Terrifier part one, where he has the girl butt-ass naked hanging upside down, and he cuts her in half, starting with her vagina all the way down. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking. I, yeah, I'm gonna have a bleep right there. <laughs> I, yeah, I I don't even know how to describe that. That was just so over the top. Even for I think yeah, 80s was, and 90s, it was like over the top. Yeah, it was gruesome. It was bloody. And yeah. and it, it, it didn't give you, there's, I don't know, there is an element that is missing that the 80s and 90s had to these type of killers. Uh, yeah. That it's missing in the Terrifier, but it's still, to me, I think the Terrifier is, is the new... Um, face of fear for the for the new millennium personally um yeah yeah oh yeah i know that they they tried to do like with uh jigsaw but jigsaw wasn't like um supernatural you know it was just the the guy and then um did you see spiral not yet I I end up unfortunately I bought it without seeing it, and yeah no it was uh, Chris Rock trying to be serious, and um, it's Chris Rock so he he has Chris Rock voice, and right it, you he, no that voice can't be serious, um it was not good, but I I think that as far as like supernatural evil. I think Art the Clown really takes it to to the new generation. He takes it to the next level. I I think that not just, go ahead. Not just the new generation, but just the next level in general. Because his kills are just they're way over the top. They really they, they it's really thought out. The you know the the writer really gave it thought as how he was going to yeah. kill the, 
the characters, you know, as, as gruesome as possible. Right. And it was very uncomfortable to watch, which is something that, like, 80s and 90s horror films, um, it wasn't uncomfortable to watch. Even, like, with the, like, you know, like we're talking with um, It, you know, with eating Georgie, the little boy. You know, it was right. it was part of the story. It wasn't uncomfortable to watch. Um, or Jason killing somebody, or Freddy killing somebody, or even Michael Myers killing somebody. They were right. not hard to watch. They were not uncomfortable. But watching Art the Clown kill these people, it was uncomfortable to watch. Exactly. Guess what? What? We are at the finish line. (laughs) Can you believe that? Hard to believe. I mean, you know, that's what happens when you get going. Yeah, really. (laughs) Um, So I want to tell everybody thank you. Um, Now, if we play this correctly, there will not be a gap next week. There will be a brand new episode. We actually just sat down and recorded three full episodes uh, to play for this month. And then uh, actually on this Friday, real-time Friday, I'm going in for the last of my oral surgery and hopefully it's going to take about another three weeks to heal, which will be conveniently time to record the next episode, which will be the October episode. And I am really excited to get into, you know, scary movies, Halloween time. Um, I know yeah. it's it's Russo's favorite time of the year. It's my favorite time of the year, um, especially when it comes to horror movies and what's scary and, and grindhouse. So... Fingers crossed it all plays out to fruition. We can only hope. Yep. All right, my friend. Go ahead and take it home. All right. Thank you for listening to Grand House Sleeve. I'm Alan Russo. I'm Dave Montoya. Y'all have a good one.